This week's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Audible. And Talking Simpsons listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime to get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. I heartily endorse this event or product. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons where we put the she in yeshiva. I am your host Bob Mackey and this is all your fault. And joining me today is... Uh, Chris, I have a ham radio in Tista. And who else do we have here? Dave Surly Rudden. Hey! And? Yeah. Uh, Henry Gilbert and I guess most of what I said could be salvaged. <laughs> so yes, this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons and today's episode is Selma's Choice which aired on January 21st, 1993 and Chris will tell what happened on this mythical day in real life history? <gasps> oh my god! Bobby, you just wouldn't believe it. Pearl Jam's 10 rocks the rock charts. Uh, NBC greenlights 13 episodes of a cheer spinoff starring Kelsey Grammer, and Bill Clinton <laughs> announces that his wife will take the lead on his uh, take on healthcare reform. Wow! <laughs> oh, man. That is not relevant at all. Nope. I can't believe <laughs> you brought that up. Certainly not. Forget man. I mentioned it. It's being recorded in September of 2016, by the way. <laughs> no, no. I can't wait. Nothing go wrong. That was probably a lie, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, you know, Frasier is the most su- successful uh, spinoff character of all time. I believe. Really I, if you think and about it, Kelsey Grammer played that character for shit over 20 years? Uh, well, here's a really interesting thing about it. That mm. in the Writers Guild, when you create a character for a show during in your episode... Mm-hmm. You get money every time that character is used mm. again. So the the man who wrote the first episode of Cheers that Frasier was on because he was an addition like in season three. He was. Uh, he was just supposed to be a guest character. Mm. In, in case you don't know, he was one of Diane's suitors. And then she leaves Hello, him I'm, for I'm work for you Sam. officially now. She leaves him for Sam, mm-hmm. but he then just hangs around because they really like Kelsey Grammer. But he was originally created as not as a regular on the show. Mm-hmm. So the man who wrote the character and created him for that one got paid every time he was on TV wow. into mm-hmm. the spinoff show as wow. well. Wow. So um, an interesting fact about all I, I always wanted to write a movie about the guy who got this close to playing <laughs> Fraser Crane. Oh, I know. Because he's uh, probably like miserable and polishes guns all day <laughs> while watching reruns. More interesting trivia, Joel Hodgson, yeah. sorry, audition for yeah. The role of Woody. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's, that's weird. That's also a fact of the man in Grizzly, Grizzly Man. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the the guy in Grizzly. It's, Timothy I, Treadwell. Yeah. I think about it all the. I think about it so often because he was a guy who's like his life would have been completely different <laughs> if he had been cast as <laughs> he Woody. He might not have himself and his girlfriend <laughs> eaten by a bear. Yeah. Well, he might not have gone crazy and gone to the woods. He would have been a successful <sighs> actor who yeah. just mm-hmm. did a job, and it's not. It's Rather crazy. Than, than an, amateur bear fan what a weird <laughs> job well clearly joel hodgson you know he, he found his own way but it doesn't happen for everybody he would have been fine until the uh gentle ben cheers crossover uh, <laughs> it would have totally. ended the same way i'm sorry i want to give uh kelsey Grammer props for this year dressing up like sasha and bob just yes. saying that's pretty good though i we have, missed that this he Halloween. looked like chrono Is that that's what say? i was yeah. thinking yes he was <laughs> wearing sorry, a blue that. shirt and pointy red hair so i was like oh it's chrono oh no it's ah it's sideshow bob this episode is great, and I just want to rattle this off the top. I cannot believe it if you go to the Simpsons ride at Universal Studios. You, when you're in the queue, you watch a ton of clips, and they're all theme park-based clips. A lot come from this episode, and they're yes. all 
negative <laughs> depictions of not only theme parks, but very specifically certain times Universal Studios. It's the, the same with the restaurants, right? It's like, aren't restaurants gross? You're in one. Yeah. And you're about to order yeah. food. They yeah. use every restaurant clip, and Duff Gardens is everywhere mm-hmm. in Universal. Yeah, they, I believe there's those little bushes of the seven Duffs. Yeah, we'll um, get, I, yeah. I had notes of that. But I, the Duff Gardens is much more, it's Bush Gardens. It's so, weird like, that, that they, yeah. they would satirize Bush Gardens before Disney. Like, uh, well, they did. They already did. They well, did. No, they, what, they, well, they did Mount Splash more. Yeah. And Itchy and Scratchy Land is pretty Disney. This well, is, also, but that's some, not for another season or two, right? Oh, Duff, yeah. right. Duff Gardens is 30% Disney. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. It's a Small World, which we'll get I to. I thought, and this is a conspiracy theory we had on where Springfield yeah. was, that it was because uh, I Matt Groening was from, yeah. from Tampa. Because mm, there was a yeah. couple of, I forget the connections now, but like a local clown hosting a TV <laughs> show, oh. uh, Duff Gardens... Bush Gardens is just the best worst place on the planet. Yeah. It's well, awful. It's awful. I've been I mean, to great. a Bush Gardens way before I went to any Disney parks. Which really? Because there's well, one in Virginia as well. Yeah. And that's where so I went. So Bush Gardens' deal is they just cut out the fact they're like, we're not recreating movies. Yeah. We're not get, We're not making fancy food. Mm-hmm. We are all roller coasters all the yep. time, and, and they're beer. the craziest roller coasters. So, and free beer. Were they owned yeah. by Anheuser Busch? Yeah. And yes, it's, like it was weird to see the beer connection, but no actual beer in the commercials or them promoting. beer. No. No, I mean, I mean beer that Bush Garden. the name I, I Bush. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even think people associate it with beer anymore because I haven't seen Bush, Bush beer. beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know the one. Grew up I, drinking it though. I mean, you'll see a sign that says Anheuser Busch Company. Yeah. I'm like Bud, but but Bush Light was like the cheapest beer you could get. We were little little kids. <laughs> no, I remember I'm very they, old now. They have the distillery at the Temple. They do like, they, you, they, tons of free beer. When I was David kid, Cross had a huge joke. Like it's it's 100 degrees, free beer. It smells so in animals. It smells so bad. Also, that's something that doesn't do. Like it's not a zoo mm-hmm. like this is this is a the bush gardens is a zoo my parents drank bush one. as a kid and they upgraded to miller light uh, a high quality <laughs> beer for my, speaking of beer can i get one drinkers my my parents are more Michelob. Uh, that's their that's their brand. first beer i have water i stole mm-hmm. a beer from my father it was coors Coors in the gold in the gold can. I have to say, uh, watching this again, I remembered that I taped a lot of The Simpsons at the time, and I, I watched this one over and over and over again. In, in like retrospect, it's about a woman's biological clock. It really is. I was showing up for the theme park parody. Yeah, stuff, really. It yeah. is, and like it's, it kicks off again. What reminding people from here on out, because in case they don't remember, I am trying to capture every single character Phil Ooh, Hartman yeah. has ever done, and the, all these announcers are different characters. So I, have yeah, clips. I don't this, even want in here. This isn't actually Troy. Yeah. It sounds like Troy, but it's not. You just jumped. 16 blazing school buses. What are you going to do now? I'm going to Duff Gardens. <laughs> Duff Gardens, home of the whiplash. To be completed in 1994. So that's a joke. That's a visual joke about Lance Murdoch falling off a roller coaster. But it was also... I grew up in Florida, so at the same time, they built Universal and MGM, and none of their rides were ready. Yeah. So they had all these advertisements huh. where they'd show, like, King Kong... It's not here yet. <laughs> it they would be coming put, in 1993, 94. They wouldn't say it out loud, though. It would be a sign on the but screen. But if yes, you're watching yeah, Nickelodeon shows, Nick, like Double Dare filmed at Universal Studios, the wonderful Universal Studios, and they'd show King Kong, Jaws, not available. <laughs> not available. Come back later. Come back later. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. it says not, it will, will be ready we in 1993. too early. It's it was, not done. It was to be ready in 93, but that's. I think that's the joke that will be lost to time. Yeah, I mean, well, every time I watch this now, it's just like 94 is the future in this, <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. God. <laughs> 
Though it was that, old that roller coaster you. is old enough to drink. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and it was nice seeing Lance Murdoch return, and yeah. that he's though his torture is even more cartoonish this time. Yeah. But, though I think he gets it worse in the um, Ned in Las Vegas one. God, what? I'm, Viva Ned Flanders. Viva Ned Flanders. I'm surprised they didn't throw him into the beer aquarium though. I don't know why yeah. you guys bother. These are like Bugs Bunny cartoon titles. They're the worst. Yeah. It's like the the, the absolute weakest part of every part of this. <laughs> they got bad as soon as they started trying. Yeah. When it was like Homer the Blank or Bart gets a blank, it Homer, was fine. That's fine. Yeah. Homer the Blank. I, I get that. So um, I did look it up on Yahoo Answers just to be sure. Fish can't breathe in no. beer. It will kill them. Like, you, almost instantly, I would There's no hope. oxygen yeah. in it. And that's what, be, like, they're drowning in beer. Yes. So, but a very a long quick. animated joke, the type of which I don't see a lot on The Simpsons mm-hmm. anymore. I got to give it to Baeza. Like mm-hmm. Bob's mentioned in previous episodes, mm-hmm. director Carlos Baeza mm-hmm. is much, uh, he has like a certain cartooniness to it I really there's, like. There's it. a yeah. lot of great animated moments in this. It feels like comic strips coming mm-hmm. alive, yeah. you know? Though it's a weird mixture of one of their more cartoony directors mm-hmm. mixed with David M. Stern, who is one of their most like grounded writers. Yeah, super about, down to earth. Who, mm-hmm. Super down to earth about sad women. Who, sad women. <laughs> in their 40s that's and, what he writes and that's about. what so who dies um Marge's aunt. Aunt Gladys. Aunt Gladys. Yeah. And I, Homer. <laughs> I love I love this Homer moment. I can't believe Auntie Gladys is really gone. Her legend will live forever. Yeah, the legend of the dog-faced woman. <laughs> legend of the dog-faced woman. Oh, that's good. Homer, that's very rude of you. What? Don't! I did not. I did not read an audio. I thought the uh, the echo would pick up more. Yeah, that is my line of the show. It's well, not the guest because I don't know if I have one. Oh, no, I, have, I have two that That's I love the joke. fiercely because this is one of my favorite gags in the Simpsons period because they go to a, oh, yes. a cheesy Shoney's restaurant. The Buzzing Sign Diner. Oh, yeah. The Buzzing Side Diner and just Homer trying to fulfill the maze. All right, I'm almost there. It, oh! Another place, Matt, sir. Please. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that. That to me is, I don't know, I think it could work in live action well, just like, as well. I like Tomer's acting this entire episode yes. because he's more childish than ever in this yeah. one, especially like, I want to go to Duff Garden. I want to do it now. <laughs> he is astonishingly excited to go to Duff Gardens, whereas we already covered the Mount Splashmore episode. Yes. He did not want to go at all. He didn't yeah. want to go then. He was mm-hmm. more of a dad then, and this time he's just like... Dude, I got it, though. Like, we're it's dropped. the beer. No, well, I'm old. The beer, and I'm old as fuck, and I want to go... If you tell me here's a free trip to Disneyland, yeah. I'll say yay. You say, but you have to take your shirt off. I'm like, I'm not, I won't go. I will not go. Well, Homer found a good scam. You know, we're under six, and I'm a college student, so I don't know if Mount Splashboard had that. So we're speeding through the first act. I did want to point yeah, out yeah. the Prince of Tides reference. This is one of a few times. I've never heard them call that call something out like that. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the few times where they reference a trailer or a preview for yeah. a movie because the scene of the of the children like with their hands interlocked, like mm-hmm. shot from underwater, mm-hmm. was in every preview, every commercial for that movie. That's how yeah. I as as a viewer of it the first time in 93 that's how i got yeah. that reference i would in 1993 i would never have seen it at 10 years old i would not have seen a barbara streisand film this was when i was but, getting woke and watching every movie i tape this and watch this more than once whoa wow. prince uh, of tides yeah okay spoiler it all ends with nick nolte getting raped as a kid oh yeah. my god so <laughs> that's what he was burying the whole time man well his sister was trying to kill herself too um, and, <laughs> 
It's just really weird to think of 12-year-old me watching yeah. Prince of Tides over yeah. and over again. It's weird to think of a an Academy Award-winning blockbuster movie starring Nick Nolte and Barbara Streisand, and that this isn't the first time we'll be talking about Barbara Streisand nope. in this episode. No. That well, was back <laughs> when Nick Nolte was handsome and not the I, trash pile from Fraggle yeah. Rock, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, damn. You mean the trash? Yeah. That's right. I, I without, love, the, without the makeup. <laughs> whenever I hear Nick Nolte, I think of uh, Patton Oswalt's impersonation of him being Han Solo. Back in the goddamn Back in the yeah, <laughs> uh, you know this isn't the last time Marge will confuse something with Prince of Tides either. Mm-hmm. That's right. In case Lowenstein. you don't know, in Fear of Flying, when yeah. she says Lowenstein, that she doesn't say, "Oh, that's Prince of Tides," but it is Lowenstein is the name of the therapist that Barbara that's Streisand. That's the second time oh, wow. where Simpsons makes a reference and is seemingly unsure whether or not the audience will get it. Yeah, yeah. That's my name is Wag. <laughs> and apparently they made another Prince of Tide reference before this that like one of our what? commenters pointed out I forget what it is now but it's like I guess this was just in the zeitgeist but now no one does it. anyone ever talk about Prince of Tides is it like <laughs> on Criterion James Brooks was like a producer on it, it could be. I feel like there's some network I don't have that plays all Barbara Streisand's movies and that's why she's so <laughs> I mean, enormously she hasn't famous she has directed a film in a million years she yeah. has directed several documentaries about herself I Aww. forget why I know that did you know she like 30, I, 2010 that's why I had heard she has a mall underneath her play. like she built her own mall underneath <laughs> Oprah. Their compound. I heard this about. Oh. I heard this about Barbara. They have competing secret malls, and uh, you've never seen them together. So maybe they're the same person. <laughs> Speaking of things left out of time, mm-hmm. seeing Bart and Lisa are just sitting without seatbelts or anything, just mm-hmm. in the back. And meanwhile, Maggie is sitting in the front seat. These are all things <laughs> that like are yeah. very dangerous for children, yeah. and also you never see in fiction because the PC police won't <laughs> let you show it. But show Maggie, a, like in a lap a or something. Seat, yeah. I guess. Like, and a baby seat facing forward is also... Oh. I mean, a baby seat is not supposed to be in the front seat. Like, yeah. I double-check yeah. this. Like, no, no, it, you're right. You will kill your baby. Well, like, the, it has to be facing backwards in the back seat, so you'll forget about it and then... The truth uh, is, these are all giant death machines and will yeah. kill more people every year than almost anything else, so <laughs> you're just trying to minimize the damage to your baby, look, who will yes. probably be dead in the event of an accident. Yeah, but they'll be way more dead if they get hit with a uh, <laughs> airbag. You can at least hope for an open casket. Other That's societies the best case scenario. Scenario. But do you think that car has an airbag? Bag. <laughs> I guess there has been scenes where yeah, it's a pony. It, it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mass transit doesn't help white people who are rich. <laughs> oh, does right. it? Like, <laughs> Homer getting tricked by his own brain. I always love that. Yeah. Like the legend of the dog faced woman. Mm-hmm. Though I also thought Marge should have been more offended when he sings "Ding Dong, the Witch Is Dead." Yeah. She should have been yeah. like, "Hey, it's funny that Patty and Selma like just kind of clam up. It's this could be the perfect time for a fat <laughs> joke or for them yeah. to make fun of him in some way, but they're just like crossing their arms." Maybe um, they're too distraught. They could just be. can't. I mean, they did cry in Homer's arms. I yeah. love, briefly, we get to see Lionel Hutz again. I'm Lionel Hutz, executor of Ms. Bouvier's estate. She left a video will, so I earned my fee simply by pressing this play button. Pretty sweet, eh? <laughs> love Lionel Hutz. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, well... We did go past the open casket, which oh, I like. Uh, then when the corpse was funny, there they got some funny stuff totally. out of like we've got a corpse in the room with the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Let's do something. Mm-hmm. And Bart pawing at her, and I loved hearing Nancy Cartwright's Marge voice. Basically, that yeah. was good. That was I took it more as like a Smeckler's powder, like just Bart doing an old person's voice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Don't forget the Smeckler's powder. And I think. 
forgot my hat. I think that was the first time of the random droopy voice. Now, technically, the the man that Marge replaces and Marge gets a job, he has the droopy voice. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the first time they've ever just... Had the droopy voice for one yeah, line. Yeah. 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 Did, did, Is that the did same guy? Yeah, the yeah. guy will later uh, say, "They, they get him almost." Yeah. Yeah. A little it was him. Get him, guy. Forgot my hand. Uh, this, this is a great eulogy. He was a good man. He was a kind man. He gave to his community and asked little in return. He never. That's a woman. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, I guess most of what I said can be salvaged. Take a seat, Bozo. And that eulogy better not show up on the bill. I'll keep this short. Gladys lived alone, died alone. I guess you could say she was a role model for Selma and me. She wasn't a rich woman. <laughs> Sorry, I like the everyone hat getting upset at the hack oh. eulogy. Just like we're leaving, we're, we know how this is going to go. At a, as a thirty-four-year-old who's single, I didn't like, like the mm. not as funny now. Petting someone's loneliness, I don't like it as much. What? You get out there, start dating someone. Uh, get your dick wet, buddy. I'm just going to go work at the DMV. I'm That's not very wealthy, but I'd like to think I have enough to keep people around for the end of my wedding. So they'll. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, free, who, who's going to get? Who's going to get Earthbound? That's the uh, <laughs> open bar the goes a long way. So when they play the tape the poem she's reading is the road not taken by robert frost which i double check this to read it takes 90 seconds at most <laughs> yeah so like that fast forwarding is unless she read it very slowly and this could be a snopes issue but i i read that robert frost like everyone misinterprets the poem it's supposed to be like uh not as meaningful as people think it is it's uh, like it's about a guy who can't make a decision not like how uh, some decisions are more meaningful i don't know interesting. <laughs> lots of people misinterpret it though. uh and it was a rare time where all the bouviers agreed with homer on something yeah. like yeah. i was sure when i first saw it i was sure they disagreed with homer like you're being rude homer we're going to watch this, but they all agree with him that did not watch the video. Mm. And uh, oh, let's talk about those chips, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. To Marge, I leave my collection of potato chips that resemble celebrities. They're all here. Otto von Bismarck, <laughs> Maurice Chevalier, right up to Jay Leno. That's a big jump. <laughs> it's a <laughs> so, really big jump. I can explain where this comes from. I did a lot of research divvy. on this, okay, too, Bob. Let's uh, see. I'll let's divvy it up. All right. Mm. Well, you, no, you start. Okay, well... Uh, Algie and Mike Reese, as we know, they run this up. They run the season of The Simpsons, mm-hmm. season three and four, and uh, they were working on the Johnny Carson show. Yeah, and they were working on the show when Johnny Carson had one of his many weird guests on a, a real <laughs> October sixteenth, nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, <laughs> it can't all be Burt Reynolds. And she was an old woman, and um, her <laughs> chips were not as interesting as Anne Gladys's. It's like this one looks like a pear. And this one looks like a tree. This is a real <laughs> clip of, of chips that look lift. like things. And wait, wait, Henry wait, has to set this lady. up. Like, what? what does Johnny Carson do? Because right, it's all visual, so really. It's the chip lady. She's brought her chips in there. They're pristine. She so her name is Myrtle Young. Mm-hmm. She worked at a chip factory. <laughs> of, and course, was, of course, her name is Myrtle. It has to be. Oh, so she, she had a leg up on the, on the collector a, scene. She was a nice old lady who worked at the chip factory and. She was staring at chips all day and found ones that looked weird. And so she brings in them all, like, set up on, like, laid out in special dishes. Like, sure. see, this one looks like a pear and this one looks like an apple. <laughs> she, while she is showing it off, Johnny Carson is trying his best to look interested. And, <laughs> but he has a secret plan of his own. Of He has a bowl of regular chips to the side. Whoa. And he's waiting for her to look away. I think Ed McMahon, so. like, distracts her. Yeah, so we have a... We have a little more time left here. Now, what are some of your prize ones on this? Uh, 
Well, I have a pair of dirty sweat socks. That and uh, potato chips, folks. If you just joined yes. us. And there wow, that is a fucking the same chip. <laughs> but is this better than Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, who can sing oh, wait, the silliest song? Oh, Come this on. is a calf, but he doesn't have any eyes. But, um, uh-huh. but that does look that's like pretty good. A no, it's a cow's head. Right. It's a cow's this woman's head. dead. Yeah, Don't fucking. That's an eight. That's an eight. That's a letter. Uh-huh. Uh, number eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a camel. A camel. <laughs> This is a, a three-minute clip. Do I need to give skip it, it, give it a few more seconds. And, yeah. um, and the pear is rather perfect. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of apples and pears and pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Potato chips. Potato chips, okay. And, uh, wow, the internet was so necessary. Can I just eat a chip? But her reaction is beautiful. <laughs> And he's trying to pretend like he didn't do it the tricker, and she's freaking out. You ain't one of my chips. Oh. <laughs> he holds up the bowl show. Yeah, oh, I really inside. thought he was going to pull like the, the, the Millennium Falcon yes. thing. Conan did uh, Jordan Schlansky. <laughs> Everyone in that yeah. clip is dead. <laughs> so wow. the, the difference is Harrison Ford is that much of an asshole that he would do that. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, that's the yeah. most entertaining thing I've ever heard of. of so they they knew, they remember that from their time working on the show, Gene and Reese. This was one of the rare ones where Man. I knew it before watching. I did too. Like, wow. Well, because it was a fun tape to rent of the greatest Johnny Carson moments from 30 years. And I'm sure they were they were on TV a lot, like Johnny Carson clips, because we should like him for some reason. If you do anything for 30 years, you'll end up with an hour of funny things. Do you promise? I've been doing this a while. I bet Um, people can put together an hour or something. (laughs) Maybe get an hour out of this. By the way, enjoy our best of episode. Start eating things that look like other things, Chris. Uh, And so I dug into this a little bit more. That was Myrtle Young, and uh, and she died at the age of 90 in. 2014. Holy God. Think of all the extra chips she acquired. Cold hands wrapped around those chips. And she left a collection of more than 300 chips to her family. (laughs) And uh, in the news reports, it was a local news video on it. It's on YouTube if you search Chip Lady. And uh, it has like a thousand views. Uh, Her potato chip legacy. How many of those potato chips were just pears and apples <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing 250 out of 300 I've got an entire orchard this one's round but not very round <laughs> they, they, the, their daughter says they talk about leaving it with a museum or something and no. it's like no it's not no. Smithsonian will got, spit on that museums are having enough trouble as it. it is they got thrown away like they got I'm sure they did anyway that's where they got yeah. it from I love that scene my mom gasped when uh, she saw Homer eat the chip she was like oh, how because he, he does eat an Iwo Jima chip oh okay what's yes. your did he, I thought he ate the Jay Leno one, but oh, he's no, holding. He eats Chevalier, mm-hmm. Iwo Jima, and Jim. Gladys's chips are so much better than these. They, they really are. Better. Look like the things. So They're... how can Homer? Homer's sitting right next to Marge. How does she not see him eating those chips? I don't, I don't think just... she cares. Like, yeah, why would if you're she want? Sitting them? next to Homer, you're used to the sounds of crunching. Like, well, you might get food poisoning. These are ancient chips, so, but uh... mm-hmm. everyone we know Jay Leno, mm-hmm. but Otto von Bismarck and Maurice Chevalier. So. Maurice Chevalier, I'm very unclear on. Yeah, Otto Bismarck was just some random German. Uh, <laughs> very random. Uh, well, not random, but <laughs> no, he was a. Dude. I thought Chevalier was he the guy Pepe Le Pew was based on, or was he I, a, a singer? No, well, I think he was both those guys. Like Pepe Le Pew is also based on the guy that the the rapist that Ch- Christopher Walken played. Oh, what? The, the Continental. Yeah, he's based on the Continental. That's right, a little white doe. But he's also based on Maurice Chevalier. Like, Champagne. Like, well, so wait, let's talk about Jub Jub. Oh yes, Jub Jub is. Uh, uh, it's the name of the iguana, mm-hmm. and it is a Conan, a Conan creation. Yeah, right. And actually, I have a clip for that. Oh, really? So, just so you know that Conan O'Brien created it, mm-hmm. here's him explaining the creation of Jub Jub 
to J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Jub Jub Abrams. And then, and then getting a special promise out of him. I remember him. Like, for example, uh, years ago when I wrote for The Simpsons, I put Jub Jub into uh, a Simpsons episode. Oh, yeah. And so um, I know that if I ask you, because yeah. we're very close, I, I think you're closer to me than anyone in the world. Uh, <laughs> I know that if I ask you, you'll put Jub Jub into uh, a, a Star Wars movie. I know you'll get it in somehow. I know that you'll does. That's gonna happen. Yeah. 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 And this was that was in two, 2014 mm-hmm. uh, when it was announced that Abrams was directing Force Awakens, and it is in the movie. Really? There is, there's a Jub Jub well, in Force Awakens. Well, there's weird sounds any character uh, makes. Some, oh. there, a character pops up and says Kojima in it as a reference to Hideo <laughs> Kojima in Force Awakens. Mm. There's also Jub Jub Binks. <laughs> they do that joke later. Like, ah. Yeah, but yeah, so it's uh, that that is Jub Jub. Like that that explains Jub Jub. It was just a noise he said in the room. It's also and, it's also a band uh, of two uh, men who don't play instruments. Uh, you know what I'm talking what? about? How many bands are there named after Simpsons references they, or they based are, on they're, Simpsons They're jokes. called Jub Jub because they make guitar noises with their mouth like Jub 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 It's not a Simpsons thing or is it based on It might be but like they don't that's that's the band. I just did half the band for you. There's like there's like Fallout Boy of course and Laszlo Panaflex and there's that metal band Flanders. Yeah, there's a punk band called Flanders in Florida. Um for sure. Yeah, there's there's lots of There's a, a hardcore band I think called 742 Evergreen Terrace. Mm. I think so. I believe yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get a grandfather clock patting Samadu and That's, I, well, this I, is I the, want that clock. To my dear childless nieces, Patty and Selma, I leave my grandfather clock and these words. Don't die lonely like me. Raise a family and do it now. 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 <laughs> hey, a grandfather clock. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> the only perspective I have on this, I just officially lost all my grandparents in like the span of 16 months wow. uh, about a year ago. And well, they were ready to pop, Chris. They, oh, that, dude, they were over. They were way past expiration. <laughs> I wish I was going to fucking uh, chief them myself if they didn't go because they were a burden <laughs> on all of us. Uh, but if you want to, I don't understand a lot of things that older uh, white people do. Uh, and I don't understand. The grandfather clock was like the closest the family came into like a lifelong Hatfield McCoy rift. Oh, um, like, someone took the clock. Well, because like, who the wanted? fuck makes grandfather clocks anymore? They're entirely yeah. unnecessary. They really did serve a purpose of I being th- something that stood tall and you could see the time from anywhere in the house. I've seen them in, in like Sky Mall catalogs. Yeah, that's basically it. I always think of them as the as the surprisingly expensive item on Prices Right. Uh, yeah. Grandfather clock. And my grandfather that can't be a thousand dollars. A fucking Coast Guard admiral with a fucking way old grandfather clock and my parents won and every time I go home for Christmas I want to strangle the clock for what does it have to do this 12 times 12 times this is so loud so loud we all Oh, sorry. This no. is this is like Babby's first symbolism, but I think this is the first time I got this. Like, yeah. what, uh, so they get the clock, and yeah. then it cuts them Boom. in the car with the Boom. clock ticking. It's like, oh, it's it's her biological yeah. clock. Like, how did yeah. I not get this before? Maybe yeah. I did and just forgot. But it's just so so over the top, and but I like it. But this, I love how antiquated this clip is because oh my god, it's very it's very oh, easy. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't even think it's a huge deal to put yourself out there in online dating anymore. I wouldn't know because I have not been an eligible bachelor in years. <laughs> I am highly coveted. Uh, you should see my gut, my dick underneath this gut. Um, but put it away, Chris. This is what, like, the amount of video dating service jokes. Yeah, like the idea that you have to go to an agency and stand in front of a camera, and they will somehow ship your VHS out. And yeah. these are all like ripped online. You yeah. can watch yeah. oh, compilations God, yeah. of dating videos. Oh, They're my great. God. They're great. Yeah. Well, 
I want to have a baby before it's too late. You're looking at a free lunch, boys. Come and get it. That seems so hard to do, but that was. It also seems like that. 90s versions of online dating was harder to do because when when you make an online dating profile, you don't have to talk and put yourself out there like that. Yeah, you have to perform in this. So that's why those videos are so hilarious. So this is based on the Great Expectations dating service, which I think still exists. (laughs) They had a commercial on all the time in this era. Yeah. And what what Selma's doing to the cigarette is a parody of what Sherilyn Fenn does to a cherry stem in Twin Peaks. So it's a reference to that, which is a super hot scene. Though I'm kind of surprised that she didn't get, like, more replies just with, like, all she wants to do is, like, I want to be fucked and I want to get pregnant. And, like, I don't think she wants to even wants the person to be the father, yeah, like, a father. pretty clear she wants no response. I've, seen, yeah. I've seen a lot of fetishes on the internet. None of it involved fucking and getting anybody pregnant. <laughs> like, maybe yeah. fucking a pregnant lady. Uh, but never, yeah. never. I, that. They think, I would think they think it's trick to pay child support. It's exactly. Yeah. Like, why don't you leave? <laughs> I want you to leave something with me for the rest of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> it was also based on great expectations because mm-hmm. Mike Reese mm-hmm. used that uh, service. He talks about it on the commentary. Yeah. That, oh my God! That did he really? And he says that the good thing is that you get if you don't have enough dates, you'll have way too many dates, and that nobody cares because they have too many dates now. And then he says he met his wife on there, but it was like he re-met his wife. Like, he met his wife in college. Oh, okay. And then they both re-met while on the uh, the dating ah. service and then got married. I feel like the service would have set up those dates for you. If you're on OkCupid, which mm-hmm. is how I met my girlfriend, like, seven uh, years ago, uh, it's like you'd have to, like, both engage at the same Bob. time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about that on the air, Chris. <laughs> Man, I've never had success with the OkCupid. The four I mean, times I used my it. My old roommate would. different if for the non-heteros. Perhaps. My, my, I've had modest success on OkCupid and, like, dating sites. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. weird when you uh, – there have been times when I have, like, oh, oh, this person seems cool. We actually went on a date, like, years ago, <laughs> and, it, and nothing went nowhere. How dare so. you change your profile picture? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, and it was Willie's reaction was a rare scene of <laughs> Willie not in overalls. Like, yeah. Back to the lock with you, Nessie. But with a buff-ass chest. Yeah, they Atta kept boy. that continuity. Which Just, also suggests how antiquated the service is, is that you have to go to the office mm, to watch the videos. Yeah. yeah. I think if you pay extra, they would send them to you. Yeah. Which which was a lot, because VHSs were not cheap. That's an $80 VHS. Now, yeah. But now, like, dating sites are like, they're free, yeah. but if you don't want someone to see that you saw them, that's that that's how they charge you. Is that what they charge you yes. for? I have no idea. And uh, she also goes, it's a nice little sequence of her attempting it, to have kids. It, it is. There's two things I really like about it. it. It's because to be this mean to a person, I don't think <laughs> a re- I don't think a non-animated show can get away with. <laughs> yeah, and even then they have to make, like, Patty and Selma have been made so disgusting by the show that... You don't feel too bad. I, I remember about, Archie yeah. Bunker making fun of his wife and calling her ugly. But like, the, the, I've never seen a. I don't think a human woman mm-hmm. could be made to feel I, this ugly as as Patty and Selma. I are. think David Stern though does a good job of getting you to sympathize with her, like like he did in Principal Charming. Yeah. like you want to, you want this woman uh, oh, no, who I, was shown as being horrible to find Bob, love I, to be I, happy. I want the meanness with nobody hurt. The idea, yeah. the <laughs> I, the idea of someone like a casting call, like we need a big fat ugly lady, fat yeah. ugly lady. <laughs> Mm, you're the pretty the fat better. and ugly. <laughs> uh, she visits. You might hear from us. She visits Princess Opal, which yeah. uh, it's her yeah. oh, Princess Opal's second and final appearance. I, Opal, I double check this is it on Princess the, Cashmere. No, 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 Princess Opal, the um, the woman who gives her the love oh. potion. This actually, oh, you're right, you're right. Previously yeah. seen on Bart the Murderer, and according to Simpsons Wiki, she's never come back. Mm-hmm. 
The Simpsons will be right back. Look, Talking Simpsons listeners, I know this is going to be a long one, but it stands to reason. Uh, you love your background information, your minutiae, all that good stuff. You like to be informed, and you also like podcasts. And if you like both of those things, uh, we have to tell you about this service that I'm sure you've heard of. Audible, Audible, the uh, Internet's leading site for audiobooks and spoken entertainment. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can enjoy on your iPhone, Kindle, uh, Windows Phone, does that still exist? Android MP3 player, and maybe even your Samsung Galaxy, whether or not it's on fire. And, better still, Talking Simpsons listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook to download and a free 30-day trial just to check out the service. And you should! Obviously, you've got your bestsellers like your Harry Potters, The Girl Who Kicked the Blobbity Book, and uh, your Song of Fire and Ice Game of Thrones books. You've got all that stuff, new books from everybody you can think of, but also little stuff you might not know about, such as The Simpsons, an uncensored, unauthorized history by John Ortvid, uh, narrated by a bunch of people who are telling you uh, uncensored and unauthorized, unofficial anecdotes from the behind-the-scenes making of The Simpsons that built the show. I have not listened to this yet, but I kind of want to. It has some pretty good recommendations, and it is 100% unofficial, therefore not filtered by Fox. Want to try that book or many others out for yourself? Then go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with your free audiobook and your free 30-day Audible trial. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. It's it's cold. It's surprisingly cold in D.C. If the weather, I guess, had fucked with me or something, because, like, uh, you sit down, it's uh, my, my girlfriend, her sister, her half-sister, and a guy I've never met, <laughs> um, a, a nice teacher fella. We were just talking, and I'm just talking, and then all of a sudden, it feels like something's sliding down my lip. I, I, my nose burst with blood. In the, oh. in the middle of talking Jesus at a bar, Christ. at a crowded bar, and just like, and it wouldn't stop. Like, uh, my nose bled so bad, it ruined my pants. Like, <laughs> it just, it something just popped. I didn't even feel it, it just blah. And Mr. Antista, we all have nosebleeds. The, lo- <laughs> the longest trip to the bathroom ever. I'm covered in. Everything is covered in blood. It, uh, Man, can't I, even act cool like you had, did too much coke. Uh, yeah, I come back and I'm like, does anybody have any questions for me? <laughs> no, I don't have any coke. Uh, that <laughs> I don't think that was an aneurysm. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know Eleven from Stranger Things. Um, I, well, I so I've never so badly wanted to be a person looking at me. <laughs> just, uh, like what was what were these new people supposed to think of me when my face explodes with blood? I feel like I, I conveyed a weakness of some yeah. kind. And it usually happens with different weather. Severe nose picking, like oh, way yeah, too yeah. far for this. Well, one. I haven't cut my nails in a while. That's yeah. usually how I'm reminded to do yeah. so. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at Patreon.com/LaserTime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. So one thing I wanted to point out, which you don't have a clip of, is like they reference a sperm bank. Yes. And sitcoms of this era had you believe that someone would just pay you to jerk off all day. Yeah. Because we'll take all sperm. It turns out it's much more selective. Yeah. They just don't want any guy off the street to come in and but, jerk off. But if you are well, the right kind of guy, you will make some money doing yeah, that. Yeah, but so, how much could you possibly make? It's, well, it, can we get, like, let okay. me burn these off real fast. Because, like, this is just, I am so, okay. I, like, the few times I've tried to just talk to a strange, <laughs> like, a woman I don't know, this yes. is exactly how it sounds. <laughs> Paper or plastic? You decide. So, wearing a belt, are you? <laughs> yep. No With that voice for you. 
I guess not. Orange <laughs> is really your color. They make us wear this. Shall we continue this conversation over dinner? Uh, I'm not allowed to date customers. It's store policy. <laughs> no, it isn't. Shut up, Arnold. No, go for it, man. <laughs> I'm with Arnold. So he should have just gone for it. I like so a little mean. aside, yeah. yeah. It's, but it's... I've been there. Oh, what? Who is dating squeaky voice teen? Like, who wanted him? <laughs> like, who's he to turn her but down? That's, but that's why it's so pathetic. I don't think you can make an actual human but being this pathetic. He's also... You need a cartoon he's trying to let her down nicely, and then his polite. jerk friend is like, I'm gonna... You know, play a trick. No, and he's be mean. like I'm saying he's it the like, asshole. It sounds like me because it sounds like uh, every way you can be brushed off politely. Yeah, <laughs> at least five times in a row. Yeah. Well, again, feel, I don't do this very often. In the reverse of that scenario, I more so feel bad for the women woman who's like, "It's my job to be friendly to you as a cashier. I am not hitting on you. Mm-hmm. Please don't ask me out." Like I, I've read so many stories and heard stories about that from women. Who the, are just cl- like, the closest I get to hitting on women now is the women downstairs who serve pizza because <laughs> they give me free pizza. Well, and the and at the sandwich place too. Those ladies are nice. Oh, they're, they're gorgeous. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, but did she eventually Do I hear wedding bells. She eventually <laughs> settles on Hans Molman. Yeah, biscuits, chicken, <laughs> yellow. Mailman. You're reading the wine list, sir. Very good. <laughs> it's so like almost this, the exact same Homer joke. I've watched this episode probably like a dozen times. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I ever noticed how weird it is. They're at a fancy restaurant with a wine list mm-hmm. and a violin. The the waitress is wearing a diner's That's a true. diner outfit. That's it's true. so weird. Must have been like an old model they I used for the, say, But the I want to say it's a play off the joke of Homer and the placemat. I guess. Because they both have the same response. Very well. Oh, yes. yeah, you're right. The same joke, you're right. I the hope same it's not them being unoriginal. <laughs> so, uh... Sorry, Selma meets Hans Mullman at the DMV. We see his license for a second. It confirms that he actually is 31 years old, which is revealed in Duffless. I'm only 31 years old. Born in 61. Wow. Yeah. And it was a great return of him at being denied stuff at the DMV. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the second time as... The guy at the DMV who can't read things. Back then, he was known as Ralph Mellish, I believe, is a Monty Python oh, reference. I mean, right, yeah. right up until like 1997, nearsighted jokes were chief, <laughs> of, like the highest prioritized jokes in comedy. Yeah. So Hans really Man did pr- uh, predict emoticons with the <laughs> smiley face. I love that vision of the blind children. One hundred symbol. It is a great animation of just the blind children bouncing mm-hmm. off each other in the house while they're just sitting on the couch head. with their like holding hands. Yeah. I do. I do. That, isn't that a weird way for women to think of you? And they might have the, of the children you'll supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the dumb things yeah. your kids will do based on the shit that you do. Like, I, I guess it's pretty what a similar, horrifying curse. It's pretty similar to Lisa's vision of being married to Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it really is, except they uh, don't have southern accents in this one. So when they go back to the uh, when you get a second commercial for Duff Gardens. Yeah. Duff Gardens, where roaming gangs aren't a big problem anymore. <laughs> big problem. Now featuring the clean-shaven sounds of Hooray for Everything. Hey, kids, take a walk on the wild side. And all the races sing. Do, do, shoo-be-doo-be-doo-doo, yeah! Can we go to Duff Gardens this weekend? Sure. Unless another ant dies. <laughs> <laughs> I this was the first time in viewing that I got the Lou Reed song they yeah. were doing. Me there. too. Me too. I never got that. Is the lyric all the color girl color girls? It sing? is it all is. the color girls. Yeah. Sing do to do. Lou so. Reed, the 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 nation's the worst rapper. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but the great the punk rock icon, the yeah. late Lou Reed. 
So it's them bastardizing hey, his song. But it's a, is that a part of the second? Well, like a Disney thing, right? That just well, it's the second appearance of Parade for Everything. Well, second and last, they never come back what, either. That's the Up with People the parody. Up with People. Yeah. Like Dave, I never knew about this either until the yeah. last episode. So I just thought it was a Super Bowl thing, not no. a not a like the, theme the, park thing where teams. No, the sing joke happy is things. about them just sanitizing songs. Uh, like, that they would get a popular song and then. Kids bop it in a way. Well, I, I want because I want to hug yeah. and kiss you. <laughs> yes. That was because George Meyer hated uh, up with people. <laughs> he hated them. And then second, the roaming gangs aren't a problem anymore. <laughs> that That's much a of a lie problem. because they will steal bumper cars. <laughs> yeah. And it was the same kids. Like they were arresting <laughs> Jimbo hey, Dolphin Kearney. To be fair, they said they weren't a big problem anymore. Uh, so they I love the way that. he says that. Yeah. Like, just the legally a big distinct. Problem they're still here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that. I mean, that's what the no, the no doubt fucking album title that everybody knows is Tragic Kingdom oh, yeah. which is about like SoCal kids who hang out really yeah because annual passes for residents oh. was cheap as shit so kids would go and hang out oh. there like the goddamn mall yeah and so like people were super annoyed by the local like I think Disney is probably making annual passes more expensive so that doesn't happen I, I hear about people in LA and Orlando who just get the it was they a, get the I had heard a hundred a hundred dollars it's a hundred dollars to get into Disneyland yeah period and, and so like a hundred dollars to hang out there all day whenever you want mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. come on kids yeah. want to just get away from authority figures what a great place to do it oh god um, but all I, the food little, great joke in the middle this may be presumptuous but have you ever considered artificial insemination <laughs> boy I don't know you gotta be pretty desperate to make it with a robot. I knew that. <laughs> I think it's, it's Homer alienating like most of his 2016 fans. Yeah. yeah. Well, be, it's it was more rare back then. Artificial was. insemination. Nobody. Well, I was thinking more of like fucking a robot or yeah. a wife pillow. Oh yes, oh. yes, that's <laughs> or a real true. doll. Mm. Uh, it was pretty much doll. like a robot. And another greatest hits from Barney. Yeah. How do I know I'm getting quality? Don't worry, our donors have to it's pass a rigorous funny. screening process. All done. Thank you. Always a pleasure. What a beautiful <laughs> little girl. <laughs> That's probably not going to work in audio, but it's it. I didn't visualize it, but to think that Barney just jerked off. <laughs> Barney Gumble just jerked. He's off. in a great mood. Yeah. yeah. Well, the sidebar things you can see on any porn site. So. <laughs> well, it's not tired at all. Well, it's also weird that like he's in a he's in a hospital gown, which like you don't need to be in. That. You just yeah. you pull down your pants and then you pull them back up. It works the same. You know, I I think in the nineties they they love those sperm bank jokes on sitcoms because they like did. we can finally joke about semen. We can get away. Yeah. with it's, it's true. But the, like jerking at the same time, semen, I remember an SNL sketch like two years later about I mean there were numerous stories of people who ran sperm banks and like you got to get a viable donor and the viable donor turns out to be the owner and yes, so one, that and one guy John Goodman my my 137 yeah. kids dude there's a Vince, oh, right. there's a oh, Vince Vaughn movie based yeah. on it isn't there yeah. like yeah. About that same premise, the idea that like mm-hmm. your sperm goes out to all these people. Yeah, I, I can think of so many sitcoms that just had a sperm bank in them. Like, I mean, even animated like Duckman, probably the critic did. Beavis mm-hmm. and Butthead definitely went to a sperm bank a few times. Yeah, like, uh, well, you Hill. coming at? <laughs> Look, if you want to seriously invest your sperm, hit me up on Twitter. I know you can get a lot more interest. Really, get the most serious polywogs. There's no. an entire uh, no. UCB episode that's all about the underground sperm <laughs> trade, like oh, uh, the Godfather, but with sperm instead of drugs. Yes, yeah, uh, and. Why do they want Horshack? Why is that one the the, the when <laughs> the they're sweat called hogs. a sweat hog? Which I checked. But, 
It's not horseshit. Because the other ones are all hot. Yeah. And wouldn't be desperate enough Epstein? to... Uh, okay. Wouldn't when, you want John Travolta's gay baby? Yeah, Barbarino <laughs> shit all up in you. When I was uh, when I was 10, the words horseshack and sweat hog meant nothing to me. It was yeah. a very confusing very, joke. You're right. It's very... Because I didn't even hear about Welcome Back, Cotter until like... Mm-hmm. The Friends theme is number one on the charts. The first time since Welcome Back Cotter's theme ah. made the charts. And then after that, Nick at Night started playing it. I fell in love with Welcome Back Cotter. <laughs> oh, me too. I watched I it loved all it. from front to back. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. I, I stopped watching when Travolta stopped being on the show and it would, like just became the Horshack show. But I I think I only really watched it on Nick and I mainly because I had no, too much time and no friends. Yeah, exactly. But, Same here. But <laughs> secondly, just to get Simpsons jokes in, and other... Other references. I I, in nineteen ninety five, when John Travolta hosted SNL, there's a giant parody <laughs> ba, 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 that ba, mixed ba, in with with, yep. with Reservoir Dogs, and I huh. I never heard of Welcome Back Carter. No idea. I just remember being psyched that Nick and Knight was starting to show colorized shows. I'm like, <laughs> whoa, got to watch this Welcome Back Carter. <laughs> like it's better, better than, than Donna Reed. Make and room for Dobie Danny. Gillis. Yeah, I mean, I think if you grew up when we did, the Nick and Knight was kind of like a Rosetta Stone for references. Like, yeah. I get this one now. <laughs> yes. If you want, I got eighty percent more Mystery Science Theater. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh my God, um, references. You need, that. you need Nick and I to get Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Like, learn all about sea hunts and uh, <laughs> manics. And I, yeah. not this is or apropos. I cannot buy any more ironic things at retro stores. But I was just in Pescadero and I just passed by and like treated like treated like the fucking Rosetta Stone or like on a shelf, pristine was. The, a set of welcome back Cotter novelizations <laughs> wow. and it's, oh, wow. it's just yeah straight Good to Lord. straight to book welcome back Cotter episodes and it was just the first one was John Travolta Satan says Barbarino drops out <laughs> and I'm like I is this the I'll end never of read Barbarino? this <laughs> I'll never read this but I want cool? to <laughs> Selma would have so many better options than ham radio these days like <laughs> She's limited to her ham radio. And I also really did like the exchange between Marge and Patty. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. All that, and, that and, and I couldn't get the audio of it because it doesn't work, but you all know the Homer sandwich. Oh, yes. my God. I it's, love it. It's fantastic. It, it's the greatest. Him with his sandwich. Homer eating that sandwich. He can't mm-hmm. stop eating it. I know I've done that. I know well, I've done yeah. that. Nothing gets just... me more excited to go... I always always make that joke because my, my girlfriend... Not my girlfriend, but women I know will be like, I just gained 10 pounds. I'm like... I can gain 10 pounds in a weekend. You wanted the secret? <laughs> Catering. Anytime food is free, I'll gain 10 pounds. And so I take home shit from anything. Anytime I'm allowed, I will take home free food. Well, the so that's how Homer gets that giant sandwich. It's Why based on you? Al Jean eating, uh, not getting very sick from eating a sandwich. Yeah. But I've oh, done really? that too where I thought like, Oh man, these cookies are great. Munch, munch, munch. Two hours later, inhale on the toilet. And then afterwards I'm like, I talk myself into thinking these cookies can't have been the problem. I better just eat them some more. Cookies. I, I tell carrying out a tray full of like free food from an executive <laughs> office meeting that they threw to the plebs. Uh, that's when I say everyone is stupid except me. <laughs> this food is what, free. What as I fun. like most about this is that uh, Homer has done lots of stupid, reckless things yeah. before, like falling down a canyon and stuff. But in this instance, he is punished realistically yeah. for doing a, a stupid yeah. Homer thing. Like, I have had food poisoning this bad where you have a fever and you're delirious and you just are, are dying. You're passing out. I've always, yeah. heard, I've always wanted it. Two shades like, whiter. Yeah, exactly. And I love that the, the, the sandwich has like little toadstools. And yeah. the bread is purple. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so the, gross. The way Homer goes... Duff Gardens, <laughs> so Homer can't go to Duff Gardens. He's, and he's shivering. He's in so much pain. So the is this Selma's choice? Like so, who lives and who dies in this episode? <laughs> well, Selma taking on the kids. It is. It's a. It's a very interesting. 
it's a clever story device to mm. get her to understand what being a parent actually is like. Yeah. Not having a baby, but actually taking care of children. I think part of the joke, though, is like, she's not just taking care of any children. She's taking care of Bart and Lisa, Bart and Lisa. the worst behaved children it, in this context. It would be like if you had never coached a football team and were thrown in <laughs> in like January to coach the Bengals. Mm. And you also grew up with them, so they don't respect so, you. Yeah. So Bart sucks. It's almost unfair to Selma. Bart sucks, and what he does is his fault, but mm-hmm. like... S- Selma yeah, is on. a this, bad this, mother. Like, this gets, we get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really appreciate you taking the children on such short notice. We'll have fun, won't we, kids? To get to Duff Gardens, I'd ride with Satan himself. That's the spirit. <laughs> See you tonight. <laughs> Goodbye, Dad. Don't need any solids. But I love solid. Oops, whoops. That could be my quote of the show. Yeah, it's I one love of mine. I, I love solid. I do love the sudden love change from... Uh, we'll try to have fun without you. And literally, as the car goes, yay! <laughs> won't be any fun without you, Dad. Yay! <laughs> but then they get to Duff Gardens. They get to meet the seven Duffs. Yep, Only me four of them. It's the seven Duffs. There's Tipsy and there's Queasy. There's Surly and Remorseful. Hey, take a picture. It'll last longer. Get out of here. I couldn't believe how much Surly was around yeah. uh, Universal Studios. It's a very a Surly-focused episode. It's weird how like, into beer lore mm-hmm. that Bart and Lisa are. Like the Duff beer amid. I think the joke is <laughs> this is about five selling alcohol to children. Yeah. Everything is very beer-focused. Mm-hmm. And uh, So they say seven Duffs. They only named four. Mm-hmm. The, the latter Duffs were named in both the episode Pygmalion and the video game Hit and Run. So the remaining ah. Duffs, we, we heard about Tipsy, Queasy, Surly, and Remorseful. Oh my God. The remaining Duffs are Sleazy, who I believe was uh, named in Pygmalion, Edgy and Dizzy are from Simpsons Hit and Run. So they eventually named all seven Duffs. It took like another 15 years. Sleazy, the name of the deleted weasel from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Edgy yeah. is yeah. a weird one. Like, are you edgy when you're drunk? Yeah. Um, pretty fucking go, edgy. When you go to Universal Studios, there's, uh, in the Simpsons section, there is the Duff Garden mm-hmm. section where they have the Duff store basically like set up a bit like the Duff store where mm-hmm. Bart buys the beer goggles. And also, they have little topiaries mm-hmm. of the seven duffs. Yeah. And I even bought a surly yeah. bottle opener that I gave oh, to Bob. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. on my fridge right now. Yeah, so Duff Gardens is alive and sure. well at that. Uh, can, can you drink Duff beer? I want to know what it tastes like. It's got to be awful. <laughs> there is Duff beer there, yeah. yeah I mean, it's just beer. It's, I mean, it's, it's just... America where, like, you can't put a cartoon character on a beer, but I'm pretty sure England has done it. Like, you can buy yeah. Duff beer. Well, you can drink Duff beer at Universal, but mm. they don't sell Duff beer in mm. America, like, on its own. It alcoholic or, like, yeah, beer. I, I mean, it's why they sold Buzz Cola, not Duff beer at the 7-Eleven. This is going to yeah. be a tough question. The Butterbeer butter in Universal Studios mm, is the most... It actually has an anti-slugworth device <laughs> that causes it, like, it will corrode molecularly. Like, it, so you can't bring it out of the park and enjoy it. And Weird. also, it's allegedly so people can't steal the formula because it took them forever to decide the formula mm. of Butterbeer and had to be approved by J.K. Rowling yourself. I've only been there PHP pre-Harry Potter, so <laughs> I can't speak oh, to it. Delicious Butterbeer is the best. No idea what it tastes like. But it's not mm. alcoholic, right? Yeah, no, it's it's for kids. Okay, like, it's yeah. just, it's, it's a soft drink. It's non-carbonated. Just like tasty. Yeah, but if you, if you hold it for like an hour and try and take it out of the park, you'll notice like it all separates from itself mm. and then layers. It all form. falls apart. I was wondering if Duff did the same thing, but I I bet it's just fucking Korean height beer. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just cheap. Yeah, I think it's just cheap beer at the place. I don't know. I didn't drink Duff beer there. I drank the Flaming Mo as I talked about on the Flaming Mo. Episode, oh, that's right. Not purple. Which was pretty lame. Mm-hmm. It's not purple. Not alcoholic. It's just and a no fizzy flame? yellow not set of fire. Yeah. That's why I'm boycotting yeah. that place. I, I want a true Flaming Mo. <laughs> it's a pretty crappy Flaming. Mo. Uh, also replaced Back to the Future, so all of you should yeah. be happy about that. Hey, you know, hey, you got the video. You can watch Christopher this. Lloyd is in the ride as a reference to uh, 
I might ride yeah. just for that. Okay, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to get political on this one, Here but I did get a punch in the gut seeing the Hall of Presidents jokes. Just it reminded me that Trump will be in the <laughs> I, Disney Hall of Presidents. I literally read an article about it. Yeah, they they're having to figure out the design. It on disgusts the, the Trump me. Trump robot. He'll be he'll he'll forever <laughs> whether he dooms this country to fascism or not or blows up the world. He will forever be in history books as President Trump. You he know, will always be there. No, like, I don't think. If, if should he disgrace himself, as we're all predicting, he'll be removed from the Duff Hall of Presidents. He will not rap I with mean, Abe Lincoln. Nixon was still in the Duff. In and, the and remember, like Disney the Hall of Presidents, Hall of Presidents is a Disney right. World thing and Disney World alone. Oh, so just Disney World? Yeah, there's okay. there's an Abe Lincoln thing at Disneyland, and it's okay. only Honest Abe. But like, so I, 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 Disney oh. Hall of Presidents has every president. No, like, going up to the table. But or? they did have all the recent ones. It uh, yeah. became a thing to make them, and you'd actually record an audio thing, like. Mm-hmm. I just remember I didn't go there. I'm when, the best robot. I'm the best audio <laughs> well, animatronic there's ever, there ever was. I didn't go there when Obama was president, but uh, <laughs> I I did go there when W was president. I absolutely did not want to see an animatronic W <laughs> talking to me, but he recorded uh, his message. Ain't this a like, shit kicker? I'm a robot. <laughs> this episode trained me though, where it's like I've been to Disneyland three times in yeah. my life, and I knew like don't go on a small you, world. It sucks. Don't go to the more than me. I have. Jesus. How did that happen? I know. I don't know. I love the line. Actually, my line that shows anything this bad has to be educational. Yeah. I love that. Line. And we have the classic I'm blank and I'm here to say, yes. uh, which was, I think, coined by Barney Rubble. Nice. Did we figure out that etymology nice. of that phrasing? Uh, I, I, that's who I attribute it okay. to. He loves and, fruity pebbles in a major one. And Washington freaking out Terminator Styles. Yeah. That was a preview of what we'll see in Itchy yeah. Scratchy Land. Uh, but let's not forget the erotic adventure of Hercules. Yeah. What's going on here? Oh, More yeah. Hartman. I might have known. That gentle puts the she in your shiva. Mm, well, you've cooled down. That's what you think. <laughs> you know, I rented another tape in case you felt better. The Erotic Adventures of Hercules. <laughs> With Norman Fowler, Zeus. Woohoo! <laughs> that was the uh, the neighbor who wouldn't fuck his wife on Three's Company. <laughs> I know, but yeah. that's what got the most reaction. Yeah, whatever. Norman well, Fowler. Well, he loves Mama's family, so what are you going to do? I mean, this is going to say... Uh, Troy McClure named this name check this movie on Mr. Plow, I believe. He did, this yeah. is the, one of the few times we actually see a movie he's been it in that he names previously. Off. It's yeah. paid off. So he does... Like he's done like three voices on this episode. Yeah, multiple he, voices. More... He never actually says anything as Hercules. He laughs, but yeah. he never it doesn't says sound anything. Like him. It doesn't sound like it Hartman. Sounds, at all. It sounds close enough. I th- I thought it was him, but the uh, yeah, the Erotic Adventures of Hercules. I guess it's just like an eighties Cinemax film. I right? think it's yeah. based on the Erotic Adventures of Zorro, which was oh, a real movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. So it's more it's more like the seventies era of like Emmanuel yeah. and the story mm-hmm. of O or whatever. Less Zorro the Gay Blade. Um, yeah, very different from that. And uh, oh yeah, I also often think of the line, "This looks fun." A bench. Yeah, I yeah. always think of that when I'm tired. Yeah. Literally any bench. I, sit uh, I just I've taken my girlfriend to Disneyland a few times, and I am the kids to her <laughs> Selma. Like I just want to sit down. I'm like I didn't pay a hundred dollars to sit down. Let's go fucking do There's this. There's a seat on the roller coaster. Yeah, right there. sit down on the roller coaster, <laughs> so, or sit down on Small World, which takes way too much shit, in my opinion. All small right, world. I don't know. Let, let's all talk about Small World. I've never then. been on it because of this episode. I yeah. this episode colored my judgment of it. I wouldn't ride Small mm-hmm. World for another like ten years mm-hmm. till after this episode, and. My dad, I remember we were all going on it. My dad had actually been on the Small World ride in Disneyland in like the 70s. Mm-hmm. 
And he said he was none too pleased to be going on Small World again. Too many so, ethnicities. So, <laughs> so him Sorry. saying that, him saying that, and also my remembrance of Duff Beer for me, Duff mm-hmm. Beer for you. Yeah. In both those cases, made me think I'm going to hate this. I didn't hate Small World, but it is like three minutes too long. It's, like, well, you got to get all them continents in there. I know <laughs> they got to go everywhere. And it's and, and here's what I'll say to like older older people, like let's say Bob. Hi, uh, <laughs> like. It, Bob, if I told you there was a place where you can go and ride a ride from like uh, one of the first world's fairs that ever existed, when the when the world was excited about technology, robots, and space, the Wig Sphere, dude. That, but that's what this is. It premiered at the world. Small World premiered at the world's oh, fair. Oh, back when they mattered. Okay. Yes, yeah. back when they. But seriously, back when they mattered. Back what when, year? Like, like in the fifties. Like, uh, well, fifty-five is when Disneyland okay. opened. It was one of the first rides. So for that alone, older. I understand being younger, but I, I, and hating the ride. It does sound like a not, real, uh, real post-war sentiment. If, if you're, if you're, if you're eight, eight to eighteen, you're gonna hate this ride. <laughs> Everything <laughs> after that is like this is tr- this is a great diorama. It's very well designed, uh, but such it, good. They clearly hate it, and this is, but this is almost one of my lines of the show because it's just that little Selma can parent. I want to get off. You can't get off. We have five more continents to visit. <laughs> hey, Lisa, I dare you to drink the water. I'm not sure that is water. Chicken. Bart, be quiet. Lisa, drink the water. <laughs> so I want to tell the story about this. I'm sure Henry knows what I'm talking about. The story, the the, the uh, origins of the drinking the water, Lisa getting stone thing. Yeah. Okay. So um, this actually deals with a writer from The Simpsons who just died in October, Kevin Curran, or Kevin oh, Curran. Oh, wow. uh, he wrote for Married with Children, and he was also the voice of Buck the Dog. Oh, wow. So whenever you wow. heard Buck talk, it was Kevin Curran. Uh, he told Al Jean that he drank the water in Pirates of the Caribbean and he was delirious for three days. He was totally trolling <laughs> Al Jean, but Al Jean believed it and put it in this episode thinking the water was spiked or it was like yeah. poisonous or something like that. <laughs> I and much vi- later he told him he was kidding, but it, that's how this ended up in the episode. Kevin Curran, wow. um, he wrote I, some bad episodes, but I don't blame him entirely. Was, I have those a big bad seasons. recollection of like, was that an urban, was this an urban legend I never heard of? I think it like, was. I think there were urban legends like this, like, oh, they spiked the water with yeah, LSD like the, or like whatever. Yeah, like you know, touch your tongue to the battery like something kids huh. did. Well, that really happens. Yeah, really yeah, no, but, that's, but I thought don't that's what it. this was. Yeah, please don't. But, but I no, I thought about that on like water rides mm-hmm. at, at um, Six Flags, mm-hmm. like one of those puppety water rides and just think like, that water's disgusting. I, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I did go one place where I feel like I got sick from the water because I wasn't mm-hmm. doused to where like I got a cold. It was like, no, the water getting my eyes and mouth. Well, well, meanwhile, when you go on like Splash Mountain, it's just like hyperchlorinated water yeah. that it's just it's it's antiseptic. You don't want to hurt those robots. But Lisa's <laughs> having a realistically observed acid trip. Yeah, She's throughout the that. end of this and episode, I remember this being like a dumb teenager obsessed with The Simpsons, and we were trying to pinpoint that every member of The Simpsons has tripped balls. <laughs> and if you forget, the this, writers must be getting stoned. Exactly, <laughs> dude. That's exactly how we sound. And then, like, and this okay, was, this is our proof of Bart's. Lisa. I can't. Oh no, Bart! Bart! Ha- oh no, Bart he drank the quickie. He yeah. drank the. Oh yeah. He drank the slushy. Squishy. Yeah. Uh, he drinks the swi- squishy. Marge drinks the yep. water that's yep. been spiked by mm-hmm. Shelbyville. The walls are melting again. Mm-hmm. Homer eats the uh, Quetzal Sata Tanango yep. pepper. Yeah. And then Lisa drinks this water. No, I think even Maggie we got to get the one. baby high. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very clearly the Ralph Steadman Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas yeah. drawing. Oh, for sure. That, yeah. But it's it's so beautiful. Turns into, it's beautiful. I mean, I didn't. It was another one of those like you know you watch Citizen Kane and it mm-hmm. all clicks. It was one of those things when 
not so much the movie. I watched the movie when it came out because I'll uh, even in '98 I was like, mm-hmm. I'll see anything Terry Gilliam does. Mm-hmm. But when I read the book a couple of years later, *Fear mm-hmm. and Loathing in Las Vegas*, like, oh, that's mm-hmm. the drawing. That's, that's, that's what I, so I, I saw that movie the night after an acid trip with no sleep hoping the acid was still there and hated that movie for a long time wow i love um, that movie and now oh now it's one of my favorites but like never mind i just think i'm bragging that i took acid i, I watched um, house you on acid and i recommend <laughs> oh, jesus it. christ I, yeah. mine was cube but that's way that's way more hardcore mm. <laughs> um but this is if i had to have my line of the show can't you do something hey surly only looks out for one guy surly mm. sorry surly Shut up. <laughs> that shut up is a is a Hank Azaria ad lib. They yeah. pointed out like he kind of. I, I love that so like good. little the way that shut scene up. has a shut up. It's perfect. Yeah. I think he's just stamped the tip ticket guy. Yeah, like, actually, their nose is slightly different, but I think I think Surly and just stamped the ticket guy. Are the same. I, I, I have, have the play, same soul. I have to play this last line because it oh, is I, it is the last Phil Hartman character that I have no idea who he is. Uh, and oh right, yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. And I have because I have to run away and go pee. I'm sorry. <laughs> we found this one swimming naked in the fermentarium. I am the lizard queen. Give her this, and this, <laughs> and then these. Oh, thank you, doctor. No, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I love how it's the fermentarium. Yeah. God, okay, so... I'm not a doctor. We missed a few things, and what I love, this kind of worldview where it's like, uh, actually, teenagers are in charge because we can pay them the least, and they don't know what they're doing. I, I love that message that you see in all these like early Simpsons episodes. Yes. Like, teenagers are running the world because the people with money can't be bothered. Yeah, I love the line, better stop it. Yeah. <laughs> better stop it. Like, that's so great. And well, I have to ask my supervisor. The the electric light parade is pretty, cla- like, perfect recreation of the electric light parade when Lisa's seeing the music <laughs> oh yeah I, I had heard on the commentary they said that I think they implied it was Yardley that didn't get the lizard queen reference yeah it's Jim Morrison yeah it's a Jim Morrison I am the lizard king it's a pretty obvious one but I just get the feeling from listening to commentaries and interviews that Yardley is the one who is the most like yeah. she's nice she's nice but she definitely seems the most in the dark about what they're doing she was on one of these and like one of her most uh, amazing insights was like wow Homer's pants are the same color as Marge's hair and you're yes. like can you please get her off the mic <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm glad I love you're Yardley a Smith she's a, she has a great I love voice her. I'm glad she's a millionaire like she should and, be but, and she uh, has the only Simpsons voice that has not aged horribly like everyone yeah. else sounds much older but Lisa still sounds the Bart's same it's okay yeah. It's a little, yeah. it's a little, I mean, everyone's I'd aging. I'd say Nelson is more wa- yeah. like iffy. I, I just love that. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. And, and them stealing the bumper cars is so great. I wanted to believe as a kid that you could steal yeah. bumper cars like yeah. that. They weren't just tethered to like. They're the, still these... making the electrical noises. That only happened when it's connected to the, the yeah. roof. When they drop off the kids, Homer and Marge are like having sexy fun time of, of childless children, uh, childless parents. It's like a second honeymoon for them. Yeah, following I, like epic, epic food poisoning. Yeah, and I was curious, like, did this guy's uh, make you feel better about being childless, or was this? Did you get the same lesson from some of like, oh, this is way too much trouble to have kids? No. I mean, I don't ever plan on having children, but it's like when I realize the freedom I have, like when people that have kids, like, oh, I got to go home and feed Bob, the kids. And it blah, didn't blah, make blah. me think about like times that I was taken on trips outside of my house and my parents were not with me, and like. Oh, okay. Now oh, I get yeah, me too. it. it was... what, what I realized about you, because every Uh-oh. time I talk to you, is like, uh, what did you do this weekend? In your list, like, I read this, I played this, I watched this, I did this, 
Like you're way more disciplined with your time in a way that I am not, and begging for a child to come in and somehow regiment <laughs> oh. this like end, this endless sea of, of free time and, and work that I can't organize. The trick is, Chris, have an anxiety disorder Ooh. and fear death. <laughs> That'll make you prioritize all of your time. Oh no, I welcome the death embrace every day. Okay, well, me too. In let a me way. let me drink for a bit. So I want to talk about. Uh, so eventually, yeah, Selma finds out that, uh, which is a great message, like. I'm not ready for kids. I'm not going to have them. Like, having kids would be selfish, which is, a, which is a great message. I think more people need to follow realistically in life. But um, this is a parody of the end of season four of Murphy Brown, which was really? a very controversial it makes no season. Sense. It, in 1996, this scene would make no sense to yeah. people. Because it, but they thought this scene would be so memorable. It was the season four finale, May 18th, 1992. And there were some politics behind this where um, Dan Quayle, you know, campaigning for George W. Bush's, I'm uh, sorry, George H.W. Bush's, uh, you know, second term, was kind of underlining Murphy Brown as like, this is filth. Nothing could be more offensive than a woman having a baby on her own terms. Think about it. Out of wedlock? <laughs> yeah, like a man, a man should be deciding these things for her. Hey, it's probably why it doesn't get rerun. Doesn't play in the flyover well, so she has the kid in May. Mm-hmm. He makes those comments in the interim of the show. And so the first episode back is called You Say Potato with an E. (laughs) I Say Potato without an E. And it is her, it is Murphy Brown replying to Dan Quayle. And like, first off, the Dan Fontana tells her, what do you care? It's Dan Quayle. He's an idiot. (laughs) And then she like totally shames him on TV saying, uh, inviting all these real life single mothers on stage. Oh, are these people not legitimate families now? Like they don't have a husband, and and it feels antiquated to even talk about that. That being like it a feels national it feels issue. antiquated for someone elected to office <laughs> to make fun of to get angry at television shows. Now, Thank God, now they get mad at plays and plays oh, and God. the arts. It's been it's it's too it's been too long. I'm spoiled. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> spoiled. It hasn't been since H W. Not even W did it. No. No. <laughs> Tell you, I don't care for that South Park naughty <laughs> language. But anyway, so her, <laughs> so Selma singing that specific song, like it delights. I had that song no, to do it. no, yeah. but what's Carly Simon? Yeah. Well, let's hear it. That was a cover, but this is the Murphy Brown clip of her mm. in the hospital with her baby. Just a few words to let the kid know who you are. Whatever you feel comfortable with. And when my soul was in the lost and found, how you came along to claim it. I didn't know just what was wrong with me, till your kiss helped me name it. Now I'm no longer doubtful. Long as the sun. <laughs> you just cut to the chorus. And if I may feel, you make me feel. You make me feel like a natural woman. Unbelievable. So they're saying that only people who can bear children are natural. <laughs> Unbelievable. I've never seen something woman. so anti-trans in my entire life. I'm boycotting Murphy Brown. I, right now, hashtag boycott Murphy Brown. I'm going to do a relevant protest against a thing that someone wrote. That's- Murphy Brown was a beautiful show. And then Candace Bergen, Candace Bergen is a badass. Like, yeah, she kicks ass. Awesome. And 
that she pushed like such a political agenda on that show. It also mm-hmm. seems crazy now when network TV wants to be apolitical and, and bow down to fascists. Uh, it's funny was, to wow. see, <laughs> it's funny to see Mark, like Candace Bergen pushed a show that was political. Yeah. And that like was it. CBS, the, which is now the fucking like Chuck yeah. Laurie network. Yeah, the Chuck yeah. Laurie NCIS network. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but yeah, they thought that would be a very memorable scene and now no one remembers. It yeah. So it's you. Murphy. Why did Murphy Brown disappear? My mom was such a, huge fan of the show like yeah. everybody clear the fuck out I no watched one gets a it TV. all the time I, I, I hated it because my it. mom it was reference on Seinfeld yes. yeah. 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 well I and mean um, <laughs> it was on it was on Nick and Knight for a while this clip we were watching on Nick and mm-hmm. Knight like logos but it went away it was like on from like 2005 to 2007 yeah. maybe on Nick and Knight I also remember reading a very funny Onion article uh, <laughs> it was called it was from 2005 or something of mm-hmm. saying local man realizes what it means that Murphy Brown is on Nick at Night. And he's just like, what? <laughs> Murphy Brown's on Nick at Night? That's not, that's a recent, oh no. I, I think oh, part no. of it though is, uh, it's very dated in a way that is kind of unfair because it's very caught up in the politics mm. and the celebrities it of its time. It's the headline and joking yeah. about John Sununu. It's, it's yeah. interesting to watch, was it Maud? Is that, be Arthur, yeah, yeah. Be Arthur. Yeah. The, the abortion episode where like they talk about like, I don't know, maybe abortion shouldn't be legal. Like, what years is oh that's what year it's from well, yeah. they could like, only and, talk about it because it had been legalized in New York yeah. in that episode and yeah. Adrienne Barbeau is like she she her character gets to say the word abortion which was a huge deal to yeah. even say that on television yeah, thank you Norman Lear it's important to remember episodes like that of Murphy I Brown. remember watching on Joan Rivers special mm-hmm. uh, or her you know her documentary mm-hmm. they show this old clip of her joking about abortion on like 1960s television mm-hmm. except she just says like a friend of mine went down to Puerto Rico for one of those surgeries you get to start with the letter A you know what I'm saying I was mm-hmm. like wow she had to talk mm-hmm. around like Let's not go back, people. Let's not go back. Yeah, let's to this. let's have a fight on who has been responsible for the least abortion right now. I'm like, oh, that guy! Because it's not me. That guy. <laughs> How many abortions do you think Trump has paid for? Like, I would say at least. I'm going to say somewhere between fifty and a million. Probably mm-hmm. more secret murders. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I hope we find out someday. But anyway. Oh, wait, Bob, you had a link to something we didn't even talk about, the Barking Dog record. That's right. If you want to bring this up, uh, like, Patty consoles Selma by saying, like, we'll get that Barking Dog record finally tomorrow. That like, they, I, I love, like, the subtext of that joke that, like, something's missing in my life. Yeah. That they have talked enough about this record that it's a common <laughs> knowledge between the both of them. Like, And it's a record from the 50s. I believe that's what they're referencing. I, I don't know the See, name of it. It's Jingle Cats. No, that, that mm. came a bit later. This is a, a one of those novelty records based on really like primitive editing techniques. Don you Charles, can play it. Uh, singing dog. Go. It's gonna start in a second. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, can you just imagine the size of my dress as I dance around this? <laughs> Oh, it's so, our first dance, honey. Did they cite this exact album? Or no, was but it I just like, this is the preeminent? It's like the most famous singing dog uh, album. Because it was like it was sort of like Alvin and the Chipmunks, uh, where it's like a very simple audio trick. Alvin yeah. and the Chipmunks was like, let's speed up the RPMs. That, that still works. Yeah, it does. But this one was like, let's splice in different dog barks at different pitches. Look at the cell at the bottom. Dig those crazy dogs. <laughs> yeah, the, well, the record is okay. called Those Barking Dogs. <laughs> uh, because I guess they were famous? <laughs> I don't know, but... Uh, we skipped like 80 minutes of the album. It's all on YouTube. It's like Ren and Snippy music with dogs barking like, on top of it. 
So yeah, uh, we've done a great job. We missed that show. reference. We dug so deep, and we're like an Jesus, hour, an hour and not do hour and change. An hour at this point, there are so Jesus. many references, including there Murphy is. Brown, which is important. But there yes, important. great episode. I love it. Still, hey, Bob, Henry, Dave, you make me feel like an intro woman. <laughs> Thank you. That's really why do. I'm here. You make my dick invert. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a fun episode. As a review, I'd say it's like it feels half like a season two one and half like a season yeah, four one. Yeah, it's a one. David Stern. Uh, yeah, so you get the sentimentality of of a very real thing of her ticking clock. But then you get like crazy magic that happens yeah. in other parts. Sort of, it's or, yeah. it, it's one of those wonderful Simpsons episodes for me to rewatch because just remembering through my through a kid's eyes, like I have no idea what the fuck is anybody is talking about until you start talking about amusement parks. <laughs> and, and as a, as an adult, I'm like I missed I missed three quarters. This of This is really episode. the first time they really went head first into a theme park because like there was the Mount Splash one, yeah, but that yeah, was yeah. just part of an episode. It was uh, the opening to an yeah. episode, and like one water slide. And so yeah. that's why I rewatched this over and over again. Like let Selma talk, Selma talk, Selma yeah. talk. Yeah, fucking theme park. As a person who would later work at a theme park, it's ah. like ah uh, yes, I have led a. Kid, I've only let people who are over the height limit for kids rides onto kid ride. I've never done. I've never been irresponsible enough to make uh, let a kid under the height that, limit on. That, that's Bart that's with bad. the bar going behind his back. Yeah. Was like that ain't good. was so cautious. That yeah. is such a great. That ain't good. I say yeah. that too. I also feel like I didn't such a cautionary. I, like that. That scared the shit out of me. So I didn't sneak on rides yeah. after yeah. that. Like I was, I was re- recently in in London and. Uh, they had this, you know, like those swings they have at every theme park that they don't go up that high, but in London they have the one that literally goes up like probably a hundred feet or so. I think where I was from was called a hundred hundred liters. Yeah, but it was like they <laughs> put they put once like seatbelt around me, and I'm like, I'm gonna be hundreds of feet up in the air, like almost going sideways. This is almost a Bart Simpson situation where it's like this is it. this is it for me. It was just like a, just like a limp chain that just yeah. like dangled in your lap. Yeah. One last thing. So beer goggles in this episode is that yeah. the the uh, previous day equivalent of like an Instagram filter? Ah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody? Yes. That's yeah. a real trick. Duck face selfie. See again those those dating videos. You could like you could you know make yourself look good on mm-hmm. it, but it's still ah. moving pictures. Yeah. Like, Okay, Cupid. Now is all about just like your one good picture. The MySpace <laughs> angle, holding the phone up mm-hmm. like a satellite yeah. height. <laughs> I, I never, I never understood beer goggles because all, mm-hmm. I, all I felt like it did is like it, it lowered your inhibitions towards things you, you're told mm-hmm. are attractive, and just like if you, if you like men or you like women, odds are when you're drunk, you're gonna focus on those attributes rather than the ones you mm-hmm. think should. Oh man, no, doesn't have big tits. I don't care. Like, of course you don't care. You don't really <laughs> fucking care. That's just bragging rights. That's a that's a thing you want to fuck. Mm. Like they're implying, just it will make you horny for anything <laughs> if you drink enough beer. I'm telling you, it's not the case. We're all <laughs> horny for each other all the fucking time. It's just all these little stupid society things that get in the way. Fuck somebody you don't like. Just do that <laughs> over the break. Take or, that over with the you. Christmas break. Just do that. It's our message just of Thanksgiving to you. Message of hope. Right. Yes. So this has been Talking Simpsons. I've been your host, Bob Mackey. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also host the classic gaming podcast, Retronauts. Find that every Monday at Retronauts.com or USGamer.net. And I also write for Fandom. Fandom.com. Go there. Read my features. They're awesome. As usual, everybody else chime in. Laser time. Tired of talking about it. Go ahead. Uh, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G is my Twitter handle. Follow me there for... Uh, I think I'm up to 80% political things, 20% non-politics. Uh, but also you uh, can read my great work on fandom.com as well, all my writing there with Bob. Uh, but I'm also still a part of the Laser Time podcasting family. Yeah. And uh, you can find the first season of Talking Simpsons along with a bunch of bonus episodes and tons more stuff on patreon.com slash laser time. And I think Dave will have more to say about that. Yes, right? it's also the home of... Uh, 
Uh, many commentaries, uh, not quite unlike the uh, Simpsons commentaries True. that are great on all those episodes, but we do mm-hmm. movie commentaries quite regularly. Oh, we this, also this, in the new year, Simpsons movie man, it's ten yeah. years old. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. And I want, I want all you assholes <laughs> on that. I'll one. be there. And also, bonus time, our weekly show where mm-hmm. we just uh, we yeah, talk, we, we have shoot a, the breeze, and uh, the one of the holiday episodes, of Laser Time, was yeah. a bonus time best of. We should have another one around Christmas because hey, it's yeah. tough to put all this together. The only thing I, I forgot to mention is that Phil Hartman talking to Yentl. Oh, yeah. um, we were on 30 2010 is our one of our latest shows other yeah. than this one where we, we look 30 years ago 20 years ago and 10 years ago into the past of that week if you like the news segment I do at the top mm-hmm. it's like that but with more sounds uh, we looked at American Tale and I rewatched American Tale and thought the father in it five old was so great and like uh, he's very great as a Jewish immigrant and he's he's Barbara Streisand's dad in Yentl oh. so he's still alive from what I hear so I'm Uh-oh. pretty I, I don't know but I think that's what Phil Hartman was doing he's doing the dad in Yentl ah. who is the dad in Five in oh, American what Tale a connection. yes 302010 3020.net listen to that just tell a friend about the show I don't know share it with somebody I think our president would throw uh, Five out of the country <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening we'll be back next week when Bart gets a bigger brother see you then infotainment.